Welcome to the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast. I'm your host, Danny Kennedy, and I'm here to help you become the very best version of yourself. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast. I wanted to say thank you before we get stuck into today's show. For everyone who's tuned in, regardless of whether this is your first episode or whether you're a regular listener, um, I really do appreciate everyone who does listen to the show and hopefully you take away a lot of value from today's episode, which is you know, it's the goal with every bit of content that I ever put out. You know, I love recording these podcasts, but in the end of the day, I do it because I want to help you. I want to help anyone who tunes into the show, anyone that looks at my, my social media content or is on my email list or any of my clients or you know, if we have a conversation, I want to help you in some way or another when it comes to health and fitness and I think today's episode is is going to do just that. Now, when it comes to nutrition, I think it's fair to say that there's a lot of conflicting information out there around what works, what doesn't, what you should be doing, what you shouldn't be doing. And because of that, everyone seems to get quite lost and it's very difficult and people go from one diet to the next and um, one failed diet to the next failed diet is, is probably um, fair to say. And it can be quite frustrating and also it just makes it super hard to stay motivated when you're constantly doing something different. You're constantly seeing failure after failure when it comes to your nutrition and your results and it doesn't have to be that way. In the end of the day, training and nutrition is very, very simple. Now, doing it and executing it can be difficult, of course. It requires discipline, it requires some form of sacrifice and consistency but the actual methods is so simple and especially when it's put down on paper, when it's explained in an easy way and in a way that that makes sense. It's very, very, very simple. And that's what I try and do with every bit of content that I put out, particularly around nutrition, is help you guys understand that nutrition is very, very, very easy. Now, I'm not going to go into a shitload of detail today around how to set up your nutrition and all the detail around macros and calories and whatnot. There's there's plenty of episodes that I put out that, that go into detail about that or um, you know, I'll have the link in the show notes today to my flexible dieting um, guide on my website which is obviously free, but you can go through and have a look. And it's just an article that I've written, which basically explains everything you need to know about nutrition to see results. Um, so feel free to click the, click on that link in the show notes if you haven't seen it before. Um, have a read. If you've got any questions, feel free to send me an email at danny at dannykennedyfitness.com. I'd love to help you out if you need some further clarification. But for those of you that are tuned in that know what's required to see results, so in its most simple form for a fat loss, we need to make sure we're in a calorie deficit. Okay, so calorie intake and protein minimum are two most important numbers when it comes to your nutrition for fat loss. And same with muscle growth and maintenance and whatnot, but today I want to talk about fat loss. Now, typically when someone figures out their macros and their calories, they'll figure out a number. Let's, let's, um, I tend to always use the same example whenever I talk about nutrition, purely because I'm usually pretty average at maths, but also this is like the first number that pops in my mind. So let's figure out... Sorry, let's, uh, let's use the example of 2,000 calories. So say you need 2,000 calories a day to lose body fat. So that's putting us in a calorie deficit. Over the span of seven days, that's 14,000 calories. Okay, And I often say with training and nutrition, start to think of it on a larger scale than just day by day because your body doesn't work off a 24-hour clock. All right, so you don't eat well today and wake up tomorrow looking like a great god or you don't eat like shit today and wake up tomorrow obese. It just doesn't work like that. So think of our calorie intake over the span of seven days. So if you're eating 2,000 calories a day 
over seven days consistently, and that is your calorie deficit. Just that's, again, it's just an example, but say let's say that's your calorie deficit. You will see progress over time when you reach a plateau. As you guys should know already, if you listen to the podcast, when you reach a plateau, you either need to increase your energy output or or decrease your calorie intake to to kickstart that fat loss again, and just be consistent, and you will see results. I promise. Now that doesn't work for everybody, and what I mean by that is, you know, theoretically it does work, but in terms of fitting that around your lifestyle, that may not be the best suited to you. Now I think it's fair to say that a lot of people that are tuned in today tend to enjoy themselves a little more with food and potentially some some drinks, alcoholic drinks over the weekend, or at least one day a week. And if you don't, then no, so be it. That's completely fair, and this this episode still applies to you, maybe in in a different way, but you can still use this. So. If that is you, if you're listening to this at the moment and you're thinking to yourself, yes, that sounds like me, well, I've got good news. You don't need to eat the same amount of calories every single day to see fat loss results. And it's also not difficult to figure out how to set that up for yourself personally to to be the most effective way and most sustainable way for you to eat to see long-term results. So we'll use the example again of 2,000 calories per day. So let's say... Uh, let's say, well, I'll use myself for example, all right? So let's say every Friday um, I like to, to eat more food. Maybe I like to go out for lunch um, and enjoy a few few drinks, even if it's just going out for food. Every Friday I tend to, to overeat. So, and if this, this can apply to anyone who's tuning in who realizes they're going through a bit of a pattern. There's a bit of a cycle. So they tend to binge eat or, um, or overeat or overindulge every week on a specific day or a specific time or whatever it may be. This applies to you as well. So if that's the case for me, and I'm finding that every Friday I always go over 2,000 calories, um, and and you know as a result that puts me closer towards my maintenance, if not in a surplus for the week, meaning that all the other days tend to go to waste because now I'm not in a deficit anymore. Okay, because that's what you got to think of if you're thinking of your calorie intake over the span of a week. You could have one day where you completely blow out, and all of a sudden you're not even in a deficit anymore over the span of that that week which is crazy, but that's the case. And I think a lot of people do that because they think that they've eaten well between Monday and Friday. So on the weekends, they can do whatever they want. And then they're surprised when they don't see results. It's because you're not in a calorie deficit anymore. So how we can fix that is by undulating our calorie intake from a day-to-day basis or a weekly basis. So using the example of, of overeating on a Friday, what I can do is... The remaining six days, so let's say Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Saturday, sorry. Um, on those days, I can take a little bit of calories away from my, my usual intake. So my usual intake is 2,000. Let's use a very easy, uh, another easy example here, and we'll say I'm going to take away 200 calories from six days of the week. So instead of 2,000 calories, I'm going to eat 1,800 Okay, I want to make sure I don't ramble on too much here because I want to keep it as simple as possible. So six days of the week, I'm eating 1,800 when I'm meant to be having 2,000. So I've now created a 1,200-calorie buffer. Okay, And what I mean by that is I've taken 200 calories away from six days, 200 calories times six days, 1,200 calories. On the seventh day, I can add all of those calories back on to my usual intake can add them all back on and over the span of the week I'm still in a calorie de- calorie deficit because I've still only had 14,000 calories in total for that week. So when it gets to the Friday, my usual intake's meant to be 2,000. I've got 1,200 calories left over from the days I've taken away from and I can add it all back on. 
So now instead of 2,000 calories, I can have 3,200 calories that day and still be at the same total for the week and still be in a calorie deficit and still see results and be able to enjoy myself more on a Friday without feeling guilty, without blowing out, without having to start the diet again on a Monday and all while seeing results. Okay, so I'll go over that again just to, to clarify because I want to make sure everyone really understands and, um, and and this doesn't have to be a six six low days, one high day. This can be whatever you want. You may find that Saturday and Sunday you always overeat. So you might take some calories away from five days and add them back in on the sixth and seventh day. You might do it evenly. You might do one day higher than the other, whatever it is. But the main thing I'm trying to get across here is start to think of your calorie intake on a weekly basis. So whatever amount of calories you figured out you need to eat per day, times it by seven and that's your total calorie intake for the week. How you reach that number is completely up to you. So you may find you may wake up one day and just not have any appetite for the day, but you know you've got to have 2,000 calories and you go, oh, fuck, I'll just force myself to eat 2,000 because that's what I need to do today. But you don't need to do that. If you only have, say, 1,500 calories a day, you can use the 500 extra on a different day as long as your total is the same for the week. Okay, so what I want to get across in this in this podcast today, and I'd love to hear your feedback. I'd love for you to share it on social media. If you could, that'd be fantastic. Um, if not, just send me a DM, shoot me an email, whatever it is. I'd love to hear your feedback or any further questions that you've got. I want to make sure that everyone that's tuned into this episode right now puts their phone down after this and realizes that they have so much more freedom with their nutrition and can still see results every single week, still have a social life, still enjoy their food, still enjoy having a few drinks here and there, whatever it may be, without having to start the diet again, without having to you know hop from one diet to the next, without trying to feel like they're always failing and never seeing results. It doesn't have to be that way. It's so simple. It's just maths. And then, like I've said a million times, I'm shit at maths and I can still figure it out. So if I can do it, you guys can do it too, all right? So figure out you know, whether it works for you. And, you know, for some people listening, you may be able to eat the exact same amount of calories every single day and have no issue with it. If that's the case, then awesome. Go for it. Completely fine. But if you do prefer to have a few higher days, whether it's for mental or physical reasons, whatever it may be, if, you know, you might find that one day a week you have a lower body session and it always just takes you out. You're always wrecked that day. You don't have enough energy to train or after you train, you feel like you've got no energy. So you may feel like you need to have more calories on that day. Instead of going over your weekly calorie intake, you can just take a few hundred calories from throughout the week and add them onto that day to make sure that your totals the same. The results are going to be much better because your energy output's going to be better on that day when you go a bit higher. You're going to be able to stick to it for longer. You're going to be more consistent, more accountable towards yourself, and you're going to enjoy it more. And, and in the end of the day, guys, for the majority of people that are tuned into this episode, you're most likely not an Olympic athlete. You're most likely not a professional athlete. And even if you are, this still applies to you. But for most of us, we just want to see results in a way that's not going to completely derail, I guess, our social life or or we don't want to... I always say that you, your diet and your training should revolve around your life, not the opposite way around. I think for a lot of people, when they decide they want to lose fat, all of a sudden their whole life revolves around their diet, which is just fucking absurd. Okay, so... It's very simple and I want to help you guys understand that. So hopefully this episode has helped you in some way. If it has, I'd love, as I said, for you to share this episode on your social media. That'd be fantastic. Again, I really do appreciate everyone who tunes in. Um, Don't forget to hit the subscribe button if you haven't already. Jump on iTunes if you're listening uh, on an iPhone 
and go and leave the podcast a five-star um, rating and leave a review if you enjoy the show um, and share with a friend. But I'm enjoying these shorter episodes. It's fun being able to just share some knowledge with you guys and, and hopefully add some value. And I hope you've been enjoying the guests as well. If you haven't already, make sure you go <clears throat> go back and have a listen to the uh, the episode earlier this week with Robbie Ball. Absolutely incredible bloke and uh, has so much value to, to share with you guys on this week's episode. So make sure you go and listen to that one as well. But thank you so much for tuning in. I look forward to chatting to you again in next week's episode of the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast.